0: Wealth Within offers a range of investment and educational services to help you secure your financial future. Whether you're an aspiring trader or simply want to increase the strength of your portfolio, Wealth Within are dedicated to maximizing your investment returns. Hello and welcome to Talking Wealth. I'm Dale Gillan, the chief analyst here at Wealth Within. I just want to follow up from my last podcast about how much is actually enough. Now, remember, last uh, in my last podcast, podcast, I talked about the major challenges facing Australians, which was insufficient uh, investment savings, high level of personal debt. Uh, they're working harder now than we ever, we, we ever have been. Uh, the rising cost of uh, of living, meaning your you know, your gas bill, your electricity bills, carbon taxes coming in, all sorts of things there. Employment uncertainty that's really really big or has been really big in in recent times. We are sort of in a two-speed economy, but more it's a more of a recessionary in, uh, economy. And, and again, higher taxes. And remember, we also discussed that the average male retire on one hundred and thirteen thousand two hundred, and the average female fifty four thousand. Five hundred, um, and most people want to ask, well, how much would you like to retire on, have free cash flow outside of all your debts? Most people say at least fifty thousand, but then more of them are up around a hundred thousand, saying, well, you know, just we need about a hundred thousand dollars to live in, in retirement. Well, really, uh, as I said in my last podcast, if you have a million dollars earning five percent, that'll get you fifty thousand dollars. That means you need a million dollars and 10% to get your $100,000. And 10% is hard to manage in retirement because what the challenge is is in retirement is you have to change your investment strategy from growth to preservation. Um, And that's really the hardest challenge that you're going to have because what I'm seeing at the moment is a lot of people in retirement trying to speculate to try and get more cash flow. So they're trying to do things like trade CFDs, futures, currencies. They're trying to do speculative type of investments to try and get better returns so that they can have a better lifestyle. Now, to me, there's an old saying that I got taught, I will do today without what others won't, so I can play tomorrow where others can't. And to me, you've got to plan for your retirement long before you get there. So if you're, if you're 50 and you really haven't paid off your house and you've still got lots of debt and you're looking at retiring at 65 and you've got not much in savings then you need to start right now you can't wait uh for time because what i find most people start about five years out from retirement or really really start to look at it five years out from retirement and that's nowhere near enough time to start the compounding effect so what you need to do today and, and if i was you know 30 and, you know, to me, I was starting, I was investing back when I was 30. I was having, I was in shares and I was in investment property back then. So it's about a compounding effect to get you to where you need to go. Um, and all too often we leave it too late. Uh, simply because we're too busy having a lifestyle to think about our future lifestyle. But remember what I said, I will do today what others won't, which means I need to invest today. I need to look at my, uh, where I want to be today. So I can play tomorrow where others can't, because what I'm, what we're finding is most retirees aren't retiring on a livable income, and we're seeing that time and time again. Remember, last uh, in my last podcast, I mentioned one third of people aren't retire one third of people are retiring on some sort of livable income, and it's really less than that. That's more of a slightly better than an existence. When we look at people that are retiring, actually wealthy or t- retiring comfortable. We're talking about statistics of less than you know, less than ten percent there. And that's what we're looking at here. So let's have a look at some of the other challenges you've got. So to me, there really is only four waves to achieve financial success now firstly you've, you've really got to start or make a decision to start so if you haven't made a decision to start to get you to financial success well then maybe today is the day that you need to you need to sit down and think about well what do i actually need in retirement because remember in my last podcast i said most people don't even know that so write a figure down on a piece of paper today well how much do i want to retire on talk with your partner what do we want to retire on? what do we want to do in retirement so do we want to just live in our house and um, and do nothing much or do we want to play um you know, sport or games you know like playing golf or do we want to travel and if we do want to travel where do we want to travel to do we want to travel around the world or we just want to travel to the local beach do we want to have one or two holidays a year do we want to um you know do various different things do we want to have any hobbies do we want to you know fly planes what do you actually want to do and start writing all those things that you want to do in retirement down on a piece of paper then start putting a figure next to them of how much that's going to cost you in retirement to do. Now, remember, that's your ideal retirement. Do you want to live in the country? Do you want to live by the beach? Do you want to live in the house that you're living in now? Do you want to live in a bigger house or a smaller house? What do you want to do? And as I said, once you put those dollar figures down and look at how much that's going to cost you on a yearly basis, you add that all up, then your investments need to do that. Need to not only cover that, but more than cover that. Because what you don't want to do uh, I mean, nobody can actually die the day they spend their last dollar. It's just really, really not something people can do because you don't know how long you're going to live. What you want to be able to do is have that comfortable uh, retirement. Now, also I'm not, also not saying, you know, um, don't spend all your money and, and leave it all to your kids. That's really not the answer either because that's not helping your kids and it's not really helping you. To me, you need to enjoy your money in retirement. Enjoy the fruits of your labor for all the hard work that you've actually done. So please spend your money in retirement. Uh But, what you need to do is also make sure there's enough coming in so that you've got more than enough to last you because we know the average um you know, uh average male lives to eighty something, and the average female's a bit little bit longer than that um and so what I would be planning on is to live to over ninety or a hundred and making sure you've got plenty of room there so but remember I also said you know that that uh there was some information in the newspaper in the Australian in July last year that said a half a million dollar superannuation nest egg would not provide the average Australian with a comfortable retirement till they die so how do you get that as I said you need to sit down and work out what your budget's going to be basically in retirement as I said work out write down how much you want to retire write down what you're going to do in retirement and that'll give you the figure that you need to actually aim for remember outside of your family home that you fully paid off what do you need to bring your income in between your superannuation, your property investments, your share market investments, or whatever else you're going to do. Now, there are only four ways to achieve financial success. In my book, there is. Um, one is spend less. And right now, we're seeing so many people We're in a consumer society, and you only have to watch the kids. They're spending a lot of money. They They just keep ending up with no money in the bank. And then we're seeing them in their 30s and 40s, and they're going into their first homes, and they're borrowing up to the hilt. They're borrowed up to their eyeballs and they're really getting that, you know, they want the the best lounge suites and the best big plasma TVs and all of those sorts of things. But they're not thinking about the future. They're thinking that that'll be okay. Uh, And we need to actually spend less. And what the interesting thing is I've never met anybody over all my years in financial services where I couldn't cut their spending by 20% at least without them even really realizing that they're spending it because we waste a lot of money. Um, and when you start writing down what you spend money on i can guarantee you when you detail it down to that the, what you're actually spending all your money on you'll go geez i'm wasting a lot of money um, it's a really really good exercise to do um so number one spend less number two earn more if you can earn more earn more get a second job get to get other income coming in and i always talk about multiple streams of income i've got several streams of income because you've got a job, you've got one stream of income, but what about having something else? A second job will give you a second stream of income. An investment property could give you a third stream of income. And shares could give you a fourth stream of income. What else can you do? Could you have an eBay business giving you your fifth stream of income? What can you do? So you can spend less, but you can also earn more. And as I said, a lot of people don't set up these multiple streams of income because if you lost, lost your job today, if you can't survive for at least six months without any income, then you are technically broke. It is as simple as that. If you can't live for at least six months without any income, then you're technically broke. So what do you need to do? So earn some more money. Number three is invest wisely. And this is where a lot of people struggle. A lot of people struggle with number one, spending less. They also struggle with number two, earning more. Uh, But number three, they generally struggle with with, with number three, investing wisely. Investing wisely is about understanding what you need to do and learning how to do that. So investing wisely means getting good advice from good people in shares, property, financial planning, a good accountants, good solicitors, having people around you to help you plan out where you need to go. So once you've planned out what you need to do, what you want to do in your retirement, you've got a gross figure there of what your retirement's going to cost you on a yearly basis, then that leads you say, okay, what kind of income do I need to generate? Once you've understood the income you need to generate to fund the lifestyle that you want in retirement, that and if you work on a 5% um, return, investment return, or income coming in from that, then you can multiply out how much you need in assets, delivering you that income at five percent to be able to sustain yourself in a good lifestyle in retirement rather than in existence or relying on the government. So and number four, I said there was four things that you can do. One's one spend less, two earn more, three invest wisely. Number four, do everything. And that's what I do. So at times, you know, and I've done worked without I mean people go, Well yeah you can afford this, I go, yes I can but i'd rather do without so i can do more later on and and a lot of people as i said don't get that remember my last podcast i said i will do today what others won't so i can play tomorrow what others can't so do all of the above spend less earn more invest wisely now the challenge is if we need if we know what we need to do to be successful why are 75 percent of australians still retiring on some sort of government pension so three quarters of australians are retiring on some form of government pension today so you need to decide whether that's going to be you or not. Now we tend to avoid doing what we know we should do because we fear failure or losing. Now we tend to avoid going out investing and we tend not getting into the share market, not getting in the property market, not you know looking at our housing loans to refinance. Because remember last week I said, you know give us a call if you've got a housing loan just give us a call and we'll have our expert have a look at it and see whether you're structured properly you've got the right loans for you and whether we can save you lots and and we've sold that the the lady that we've got so has saved people thirty thousand dollars already in costs over a period of time of their loan and so really really critical things that you can actually do but people don't do it because we like to think that it's the devil you know uh, or there's safety in we know this there's certainty with where we are right now, and so by doing something different we're fear of doing making the wrong decisions or fear of failure or fear of losing or, um, and we need to actually look at that and say, "Okay, well, I just need information so I can make the right decisions." Now another one is our desire to avoid pain is stronger than a desire for pleasure, so what we're trying to do is by not making the mistakes or not making the decisions we're avoiding any pain that may or may not happen and to me once you make a decision and start moving forward uh, if you've made the wrong decision just make another one and if that's the wrong decision make another one because you're going to get it right and if you keep making decisions failures aren't the ones that kept making the wrong decisions failures are the ones that kept trying sorry failures are the ones that stopped trying the successful people didn't necessarily make all the right decisions straight away successful people just kept making decisions until they found the right way and kept doing it and this is why our, our fear of losing can be more powerful than our desire to succeed so what we do is we uh what what we resist persist and a lot of us fear losing we fear you know, if we go out there we may not do very well in the share market we may not do very well in the property market and we might do the wrong things so therefore we don't do anything we don't get outside the home we turn the tv on um and i was, I was chatting to a journalist the other day and i said i have this uh hole in the pocket type um theory with lots of people or that you know that people get money um, and they start saving up and they get this money in their bank account and they might get 10 or 20 or 30 thousand dollars in their bank account but then they realize when they've got that kind of money that it's just sitting in a bank account earning a little bit of interest and they're really not doing the best thing that they could be doing with it they need to invest that uh, because then that's the right thing to do to invest it in something that's going to get them a better return but then they don't know what to do to get that better return. So then they go out and buy a new car or a lounge suite or go on a holiday and spend the money because then they don't have a problem anymore. Because quite often having money in the bank can cause problems for people because they don't educate themselves on the right way to to invest in what they need to do. And as I said, you need to surround yourselves with the good accountant, the good solicitor, somebody to help you with property, somebody to help you with your loan, somebody help you with your shares and to make sure we'll get the knowledge to do that yourself so that you can actually plan your own future out. But step one, as I said, write down what you want your future to be, uh, what you want to do in retirement, put some dollar figures next to that. Then you'll be able to get a yearly figure on what your income needs to be. Once you've got that, then you can work out how much you need to invest and then you can work backwards from all of that and say, okay, well, if I need a million dollars or two million dollars in in property earning 4% or a million dollars or two million dollars in shares earning four or 5%, or a combination of all of that and so much in superannuation, getting me the X, um, then you'll know the, the answer and then you can slowly work towards that. Um, I hope you've enjoyed this podcast series or this two-part series that I've just done. Um, I look forward to chatting with you next time. Um, but as I said, if you need anything, give us a call. Um, our guys are quite happy to help you out and point you in the right direction there. As I said, with your loans, with your property, um, you know, we'd help you with the share market. If you're looking at, you know, getting into the share market, now's a great time to look at learning to start trading because right now the market's at its worst, which means the good times are just about to start to happen. And to me, the biggest explosion in a share market is going to happen in the next year or so. And the, the question I ask is, will you be ready for that? And will you be ready for your time? And I'm Dale Gillam, the Chief Analyst at Wealth Within. Take care. Talking Wealth was brought to you by Wealth Within. To learn how you too can maximise your investment returns, call 1300-SHARE-TRADE.